0: Hello and welcome to Drive and Double Feature Podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Ryan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before we get into today's movie, be sure to check out our Patreon. Just for $5 a month, you get a bunch of bonus content, some fun episodes going up over there. <laughs> but uh, today, it's back to Bonzilla. It's it's Tuesday, so we're talking about another James Bond movie a lot of returning people today. John Glenn is director. We got Roger Moore back as the main Bond. And the name of this movie is Octo... <laughs> there we go. So, whoa, right? Oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah, I think
1: that's how you pronounce it.
0: I think so. I think so. No, we're talking about Octopussy, a classic James Bond <sighs> title. I think people remember the title more than the movie to this one. Uh, It's just the standard. I remember hearing a story from my dad um, of his him and his because he was at school when this movie came out. And uh, I guess him and kids at school used to make fun of this name all the time. Um,
1: How can you make fun of this name?
0: I don't know. I don't get it. But (laughs) I think it's an interesting name. It's a made up thing. (laughs) Octopuses never heard of them. Uh well, I mean
1: that that's what you'd say to like a cat mix with an octopus or something like that.
0: Yeah, I that's what I was expecting, like a catfish octopus, maybe maybe a mix yeah. between two. Uh but yeah, we're back here with James Bond. It's he's in the 80s now. He's been in the 80s since the last one. Um, I guess what's really interesting about this one more than anything is it's the same year as never say never which is the Sean Connery returning as James Bond, but it's a non-Eon movie, right? So what they're really pushing for with this one to be the competitor to that one, to be the better Bond movie. And I haven't seen that movie, but I'm sure it's probably true. (laughs) Knowing that movie's reputation (laughs)
1: uh don't well, you just save judgment okay i mean it's got sean connery i mean it's it checked all my yeah. boxes which it, is it, one. yeah
0: it wouldn't be the first time that i made a bold claim and then i would had to be like oh you know what i was wrong <laughs> so you know i am used to it at this point point don't trust me that's all i'm saying uh, <laughs> but anyway octopussy uh, have you seen this one before ryan
1: uh no i have not actually
0: yeah neither have I so this was the first time for me um I actually didn't know much about this movie I don't I guess like other th- like I said other than the title I just didn't even know the plot of this one I feel like even with Bonds you haven't seen you know like villains and you know maybe henchmen from it no I don't think anybody really talks about this one I don't hear great things I don't hear bad things it kind of just sits there I, at least like in in my mind
1: I've always known it as to be like middle tier or like the one of the lower
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, respected Bond movies. So I, I wasn't like too terribly excited um, going into this one to be quite honest with you. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then how did you come out feeling it? Because what you just described, it's pretty much it. I thought it was, I thought it was a fine Bond. It wasn't, One of the best. I wouldn't say it was one of the worst. It's an improvement over the last one, in my opinion. But, yeah, I I wouldn't say it's one of the best.
1: No, I actually really liked it.
0: You really did? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's not my favorite Roger Moore movie, but um, it's definitely better than some of the other outings, I feel like. I mean, I liked it better than For Your Eyes Only. Yeah, I think I liked it better than um, Moonraker, too. So... Mm. Um, it's uh i don't know i really like the chemistry between uh him and uh octopussy and uh i also you know i i like that it's a lot more simpler story too like it's pretty much just like uh, they got this egg and this egg has got a chip in it and it controls uh Nuclear warheads. So we go- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's ba- Bonded. It's most basic. I feel like that when I was watching it, it, it was basic Bond. Like it was simple story. You watch it, you know what's going on, and there's nuclear warheads. Rushes in on this one. It's all the hallmarks. It's it's all there.
1: Yeah, I I will say like the villain in it is not one of my favorite ones because I think it's kind of. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I mean, this one, it's, like, they actually get, like, a Russian agent or, like, a Russian, like, military man who actually goes rogue and, you know, he yeah. wants to destroy Western society. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I, but I just, I don't know, like, by this point, you know, it's been 20 years. I kind of think, like, the whole Cold War thing has been a little played out at this point <laughs> a little bit, but.
0: yeah. But well, uh, you know it 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 continues on in the Bond franchise still. <laughs> uh, oh yes, it's not going away. So, yes. um, yeah, it's just another Cold War thing, I guess. Once again, it is time and place eighty three. We were still thinking about it. Um, and I guess this one goes interesting places. Um, the globe trotting here is nice. They go to India, but they also go to West Berlin, which is always a really interesting setting, in my opinion. Um, but before we even get into that movie, we gotta talk about this pre-title sequence, which is it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Um, but you know, sets everything up. It's better than the Blofeld uh <laughs> intro. like crying or whatever <laughs> in, the, in the last one. Yeah, it's much better. Um, I, I won't say like it's one of my favorites, but you know, it, it's fun, it just has Bond infiltrating, like it's like a derby. And he, he you know, he drives away, he gets caught, drives away, and he flies a plane out of a horse's butt. And so, you know, you, you really can't really you can't, can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. I thought that was wild, the fake horse's butt that lifted up and let this like single person plane <laughs> leave it. A little surprising.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. And then I mean the I I mean it's almost like they did that whole sequence just to have that punchline at the end where uh yeah. you know he kind of he kind of crash lands a plane, that plane into a, a gas station, like in an old time, ty- like an old small town gas station. The guy's like,
0: huh? And, and you know, it goes, fill her up. Yeah. And then, and then we get the title sequence of, and it, and it has like, ends with like a poor freeze frame of, of Roger Moore, just kind of smiling. And then it like hands collapse on him. Um, no. And I mean, if there's one thing, I don't want to put too much hate on Octopussy, because I don't dislike this movie at all. But um, I think the title sequence is is pretty rough. I I didn't like it at all. Um,
1: I that's that's one thing I was gonna say. If there was anything I didn't enjoy about like the about the other common elements of Bond is I thought the opening sequence was a little weak, and Mm -hmm. I uh, I mean just I I don't know. There's like one part in the opening sequence where they just had look. They look like they have like a cardboard cutout of like James Bond, just like kind of like freeze framing. They just like he rises so from bad. the ground.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. And then like the women's arms wrap around him, and I think it's supposed to be like an octopus. But like, it's like the green screen is so bad that like women's hands are just like missing. It it, it doesn't look good.
1: I, or there's like the one too where they have a gun and it's like, it looks like it's shooting women out.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And like squeezes out. It's, it's bad. I, I don't know. This one just like struck me as like kind of, um. it was redoing old things, but not as good as before. Um,
1: so for you, it wasn't an all time high.
0: It was not, which is the song all time high, which to me is also another, not all time high, not a bad song not a bad song at all but to me it's just kind of forgettable
1: it's i i liked it but it's not one of my favorites i mean like you yeah. said it's it's a good song it's not I, I still don't think we've heard i mean maybe lulu's version <laughs> oh <but> yeah like, <laughs> i think i think that one's probably still the worst but i i'd say like even at this point we haven't really heard a bad bond song
0: no yeah other than the lulu one really yeah there's no bad one this just sounds like adult content contemporary um
1: i like the one with a little more like power in the vocals like uh for your eyes Mm -hmm. only or the spy who loved me where it's just like the singer really hits like those real high notes or like it looks like Mm -hmm. they're putting some like effort into their voice and this one is just very much like 80s romance type of song, you know, it's like na na na
0: na na and i the type of thing. So. Yeah. No, it, exactly. It just it just kind of run in the mill. Um but then we get the actual movie where we get to see that clown running away from the circus and uh they get nice. A lot of
1: clowns in this movie.
0: It's a clown movie. Uh I was a clown while watching because I watched it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, I, you get you got you got the big Red wig on and nose right now.
0: I do, yeah. I I just take everything I've said, my opinion, and just imagine me wearing the clown outfit right now. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
1: he wears that every time he does the show.
0: <laughs> okay, Ryan. All right, you don't have to let them know that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do. I do think it's a fun opening sequence. It, it feels kind of random when you first watch it, but as you get further into the movie. You find out that it's an actual double O D-O agent that dies, and it, it starts to get a little more power. And I think if when I rewatch this movie, which I, I'd like to, I think maybe that scene will come off a little bit better because it, it it actually was kind of tense, him getting like chased.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I actually really like the first half of this movie. That's probably mm-hmm. my favorite part was uh, just like the build up towards it. Um, I mean, I the clown, you know, it, it does at first you're you're you are kind of taken aback because it is they're chasing a literal clown but, yeah but i you know i did like it you know because the uh all these circus performers are also in on this whole act and i uh, i liked it when they're they, they use the throwing knives and everything and mm-hmm. and this and this movie too that's where i'm like because uh, you know like i you know i used to play golden the 64 a lot mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, this is where the throwing knives came from.
0: Oh, I never even thought of that. That's I thought those were just like weapons, like you know, it's just like, oh, we're gonna put them in. No, oh, that's really cool. I like that. Wow, that game's actually good. Surprising. Um,
1: <laughs> I thought only thirty-year-olds play that. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm only a few years away from thirty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stop. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But no that is really cool. Um you know one thing I another thing I didn't really like about this one. Um there's a money penny scene and I think um what's what's the other girl's name? Penelope Swallow
1: small bush
0: small bush. No wait, yeah that's yeah, that's right. Um but she they it's like um I watched the uh, behind the scenes which I'm sure did yeah. you watch them where she I, like, I did they just tried to put a young woman in there just to have something to look at because she brings absolutely nothing. She just stands there.
1: I, I was, a, that, it, that if there's a scene I did not like in this movie, it, it's definitely this one. Yeah. It's like, it's it, to me, it's like, so, so disrespectful. <laughs> it to, is like, like to Lois Maxwell, like, you know, she's, she's the only person that's been in, consistently all the bond movies and yes, yeah i now it's been 20 years at this point since she was in dr no so
0: she's you know, older yeah
1: she is older but so is roger moore who's like in his <laughs> 50s at this point yeah. so it's not that unheard of that they would be a couple so but i do think that i, I don't know like i was just like can you really like I, to me it would be like there there would be so much more memories between the two characters i know it's supposed to be like this big ha ha moment where it's just like oh they traded money penny in for a younger model type of thing yeah. but but i don't know to me it's just like it kind of it kind of ruins the relationship between it bond does. and M- money penny because they're supposed to be like this couple that That want to to be a couple, but they know that it'll never work because of the the job that he's doing, and you know she would never ever want to be committed to a guy like that.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I, I like that dynamic, and it's just always been there. It's like Bond movies always have the comfortable similarities and that was just one of them it was just like oh every time I'm gonna see a nice like a funny money penny scene and here it just like it's funny sure but like you said it's it's disrespectful like oh you've been in this movie for so long it, it, the joke is that you're being traded for a younger model but that's also kind of what's actually going on behind the scenes so it, it you know it stops being funny um but I mean well after this point I'll say I don't think there's anything else that I really dislike. There's some really good stuff here because um, they, they get a f- fake Faberge egg and Roger Moore actually goes to an auction to kind of scope things out and figure what's going, what's going on. How are these fakes getting traded in? And I really like this auction scene uh, where he, he constantly is raising the prices and it's so over the top with everybody else at the auction. They just seem so flabbergasted. They're like, mm-hmm, like that the whole time as he just raises the price <laughs> up and up. Yeah,
1: I that that was another scene I actually liked where it uh-huh. was, they wanted to prove how badly that uh, Kamal, I think that's the guy's yeah. name, on, how Con. bad, he, yeah, how bad he wanted the egg, so it, like, Bond mm-hmm. would throw it in, and the guy he's with, or whatever, was just like, what are you doing? Like, we may have to pay for this egg, and he's like, oh no, we won't, and then Bond does the old uh, switcheroo and puts the mm-hmm. fake egg there and takes the real one with them
0: yeah yeah and that's that kind of sets up things with Kamal Kamal Khan kind of putting him in his sights and everything. And when you mentioned the bad guy being underwhelming, were you talking about Kamal Khan or were you talking about um General Orlov, the Russian guy, or both?
1: I guess both really. I yeah, and
0: I, I either either
1: one of them didn't really stand out to me, or it's just like memorable bond villains,
0: yeah, I would say both of them aren't memorable. But I actually like them in a way. I, 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 maybe it's just coming off of um for your eyes only, where I really just didn't care for the villain in that one. Um, this one they're at least somewhat notable. Um, it's Louis Jordan playing Kamal Khan, who he does a good he does a good job. He's a really good presence. And then it's Stephen Burkov playing General Orlov, and he is so over the top. And I think that made me laugh. Like he's just constantly yelling. There's like that scene where in the there with all the Russians and they're just like talking about destroying the uh, the rest of the world, and he's just screaming every other word. It's it it's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean yeah. he
1: does. I mean he's not a bad one. I don't think, but it's yeah. just like I don't know. It just for me it wasn't a standout like among like the other rogue gallery. Oh yeah, over.
0: it's it's no. um i can't it's think no, of any it's no <laughs> uh, t tea, no t <laughs> yeah i love t he or the henchman in this movie yo-yo guy yo-yo saw blade man which <laughs> that comes up later but that was, that was that's a, that was a cool moment No <laughs> i agree i just think that is so wild this movie uh if, if I was to give props to it, for one thing, I feel like a lot of the other ones of Roger Moore's career, it's always been like, oh, this is too serious or, oh, God, we're getting too campy. This like kind of matches it pretty well. It, it's a little bit of camp and a little bit of seriousness and it works pretty. I, it, it's solid. That's what I was going to Yeah,
1: I totally agree with you. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. it's the perfect amount of campiness where it's like, yeah, there is some over the top moments, but mm-hmm. You do get the serious side of Bond, too. So, yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. That what I do like to, like, the, some of the more funnier moments is mm-hmm. uh, he does meet uh, one of the women that uh, works for Octopussy. Oh, yeah. And, and they uh, end up sleeping together. And he sees that she has, like, a little tattoo mm-hmm. of uh, octopus. And he's like, oh, darling, what is that? And she says like oh that's just my little octopusy." and he's just like like, the, like his eyes Get so big like <laughs> I know <I'm> like... <laughs> I, I think
0: Roger Moore he, he, I think like this one Does it best He he's really good with face Acting and like he like his you're Right his uh, he like looks he like does A double take like huh What does that mean <laughs> Yeah oh. and uh, I actually like The
1: two where she wears the The sari and she uses It to she jumps out the <laughs> off the balcony and uses that to like yeah. twirl down to the very bottom,
0: which I guess in real life is an actual stunt that that actress did because she's like an athlete or something, which is which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean this movie, you know, they end up going to India for a good chunk of this movie, which, if I remember right, from like a few documentaries ago, like that's a place that they've been wanting to go to for multiple movies. Um, and I and I think it's a really good setting. We do get a really good side character. Um VJ. Am I is that right? Um Does the job, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I think yeah, but he he's I actually like him a lot. He doesn't do a lot in this movie, but he is a really likable character, even though his introduction's really weird. I you gotta tell me how you feel about this scene where he's doing the snake charmer and he plays the James Bond. Oh, thing. yeah. And, like, Roger Moore, it's like a calling card. Like, oh, yeah, you're a double O O-H. agent.
1: <laughs> that that part was a little too silly for me. I think so. And because it's, uh, he plays the James Bond theme song, and you're right, it's just like, and Roger Moore says, oh, nice tune, and...
0: Yeah that, <laughs> yeah, that one's a lot like the scene from Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Like, oh, that wouldn't have happened to the other guy. Not yeah. as bad, but, you know, like still very fourth wall breaking. Um, And this is a little bit later. We'll get into that. But in, there's another moment like that where um, they have a sound effect added where uh, Roger Moore's swinging on a vine and they add in the Tarzan yell. What yeah. was that? It, it's It's just like the... The flipping through the air and they play the cartoon sound effect uh, just all over I, again i you know
1: that's almost like i feel like every movie did that at some point where it's just yeah. like oh we got to put in the the johnny weissmuller um tarzan <laughs> noise and yeah it, i feel like we I've, we've heard that a, a bunch of times oh, to the yeah. point where it's like okay yeah we we get it like he's supposed to be tarzan i mean i to me it's like seeing james bond on a jungle vine swinging is enough like okay i I get what you're going for here i don't i don't need to be hit in the face with it
0: yeah but do you think if you made a movie with somebody swinging on a vine and you probably have a, a dilemma right you'd be like oh do i add in the tarzan sound effect or do i not oh yeah i would Oh you would you see there you go. Now, <laughs>
1: and then, and and then right before he lands, I'd, I'd play a slide
0: whistle. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I would add in as many sound effects as I could to my live action movie to make it sound like a cartoon. that that's what yeah, I would, yeah. I, I think so. yeah. But no, I, this movie ends up taking a lot of turns. There, there's a, there's actually, you know, it's simple. It's. I guess it's hard to explain. There's a lot of details, but when you're watching the movie, it all works together very well.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of. Well, I mean, we haven't really talked about the title character either. I mean, it
0: uh, oh, octopus. No. Yeah, because she's and, kind of a mystery for a good chunk of the movie.
1: Yeah, we don't see her until an hour into the movie, mm-hmm. and I uh, I do like to like leading up to that. I don't know if you know, they, there was like other callbacks to like other James Bond uh, story titles. Like, uh, like he, when he puts the book, he hits the book, like, ah, property of a lady. Oh, like yes, that's yeah. uh, like, that's a James Bond title. And, uh, but we see Octopussy and she has her own traveling circus and it's <laughs> got like a, like an army of uh, women. And it's just funny. Um, she she has like this big organization and you kind of expect her to be like the big bad guy of the movie, but Mm -hmm. they kind of do like the twist where it's like, Oh no, like she was the one being double crossed this whole time. And yeah. And it turns out her there, they have, they like add in like this really weird history between her and James Bond where it's, She's like, "Oh, you uh you captured my father. Thank you for letting my father commit suicide so that way he didn't have to be tortured." And,
0: <laughs> to and say- then they and then they have sex. So, you know, it's of course, so, of course, but yeah, I agree. And it's very unneeded. I think they only mentioned that one scene and it never comes back up that plot point.
1: <laughs> no. And uh this is the only time I believe other than maybe the Daniel Craig ones, but those were like the reoccurring characters, but the, uh, the same actress played a different bond girl each time.
0: That's right. She, she was in um man with a golden gun Man with a golden gun. That's right. Yeah. She got upgraded though. Cause wasn't she a minor bond girl in that one? Well, that um, was the
1: one where, like Bond was pursuing her, but she ended up dying, and uh, he, ends, he ends up hooking up with uh, Brett Eklund's character, which who was like the the spy that was tagging along with him that he was annoyed by throughout the whole
0: movie. <laughs> that's right. That's right um yeah no and here's the thing if there's a really strong point about this movie i think octopussy is a good character i like that turn because she's she's a bad guy she does deals in jewel like thievery and stuff like that but she also has a heart of gold she helps out these women she i think she mentions all the businesses she runs Uh, it's like she's like oh yeah real estate blah 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 and then ends with circus too you know i I run a circus as well but no and, and like her and roger moore both have really good chemistry in my opinion. I think they work really well together.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things I think they even said that, um, cause they even said like before this movie came out is that for your eyes only was originally going to be Roger Moore's final bond movie. Mm-hmm. Cause he was just getting older and everything like that. And he was just like, Oh no, I'm, I'm done type of thing. But they were, uh, able to coax him back uh, mostly like you said because of the sean connery movie and they wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that they were firing on all cylinders but at one point they were going to put again an american bond in there and i think it was like what james brolin james
0: brolin yeah and there's footage of it you can find it there's footage of him doing scenes from this movie they were that close to having james brolin
1: and I think what they said was is that uh, Maude Adams was just gonna be in just to do like the screen test or mm-hmm. whatever, just just uh just to kind of be there as a spot filler. But when they decided to bring her Roger Moore back, they're like, Oh well, you guys had Greek chemistry, let's let's just do it again.
0: And so it worked out for her. She got a job out of it. But could you yeah. imagine? I, I i just don't know we talked about this before american bonds i just don't see why that was like such a pushing point like i i don't think that's the right move
1: i i mean part of me wants to see it but yeah. at the
0: same but
1: at the same time it's just i don't know of anybody that i don't know how you could do it any other way though Yeah, It's like, I I want to see it, but I don't want to see it.
0: (laughs) I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, when uh, Chris Pratt is James Bond for the next one, you'll be sitting there. Yeah. (laughs) I prefer him as
1: Garfield. Thank you. I'm more excited for that role.
0: Oh, God. Is he? Yeah, you're right. Jeez. (laughs) Well, who's going to play Garfield, huh? Bill Murray? Come on. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, no, Octopussy, I mean, I, 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 you know what? The more you say it, um, you know, the more comfortable you are with it. It is true. I'm just now I'm just dropping this word every once in a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just rolls off the tongue.
0: It really does. <laughs> um, I have a really brief note here um, when I, I wrote it down because I thought it was Bond being a sleazy guy. There's a cue scene in India um, you know classics showing inventions and what i like is there's an invention that actually comes back later in the movie you usually don't see that but um but he, there's a tv camera in there and for whatever reason bonds decide oh, i'm gonna zoom in on this lady's boobs and she's like he's like a kid zooming in and out in and out on it and i'm just like why are they <laughs> making him look like a child right now <laughs> you know
1: bond the you know he's He's like every man. What man would not do that, Nathan?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Put this woman in an uncomfortable position as I'm pretty sure there's TV surrounding her. I know.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, just add it to the list of on being a sleeves bag. But, yeah, uh,
0: don't worry. But, we'll, we'll do a mega list later.
1: But I mean, at, at least with Roger Moore, I'll say this at least those moments are a little more fewer <laughs> than oh, compared yeah. to the, the Connor years.
0: And he's not he's he didn't force anybody into anything like you know, like, a, you know little, uh, a little much a, a little voyeurism never hurt anybody you know it's okay it's fine whatever um <laughs> uh, but um i think i i another thing to bring up magda who is the side bond girl in this one the one that flips out that scene where they're together i have to bring up did you notice their kiss that how like forceful that kiss was and not from roger moore it was from magda she like open mouth like looks like she's forcing this man into a kiss like they weren't ready Rewatch the scene ryan i can
1: <laughs> yeah uh, I,
0: I i'll put it on repeat after we're done recording <laughs> thank you thank you um <laughs> but i guess <laughs> i guess moving on from there um i guess that's when this the Cold War politics start to come into this where it's like this whole plot to blow up a nuclear bomb in like that circus in Berlin, but it was an accident, so then the UK is gonna open up their their um their borders and it's gonna allow the Russians to come in and attack. It's a very elaborate plan,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's all hinging on this circus. like think uh, like whatever they do if there was not a traveling circus.
0: I know, right? If Octopussy didn't have some circus thing, which is so weird, which uh, Bond gets to watch, and I, I love this little bit of Bond hide. You know how he sneaks past the guards? He hides behind a fat guy. <laughs> you remember that? He's walking down the stairs. Yeah, it's like a fat guy. And he's like hiding behind him. I very,
1: very genius. <laughs> Bond's got a lot of uh, really funny hiding moments. I know. Movie.
0: Well, later he dresses up as a clown. Well, before that, he dresses up as a gorilla. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. man. This movie does have a lot more camp than I expected. Uh, It's actually a pretty funny movie. (laughs) Just just the image of like,
1: because Bond is in a train car, because there's like a train fighting sequence. And... Mm -hmm. Bond is hiding in one of the train cars and he's like in a gorilla costume, but it's just, just the image of like Roger Moore with a gorilla mask on. I'm just, yeah. I don't know. It's just so funny.
0: And I think it does a close up, and it's him like watching like out of the side of his eye through the gorilla mask. It, but yeah, I mean, the ending of this is just kind of insane because it, it ends up in Berlin, which is really cool. But, um, it, but there's a nuclear bomb going here. And I love, just like I said, um james bond puts on clown makeup there's a nuclear bomb about to go off in the middle of the circus and this man puts on clown makeup that's dedication just for him to take it off like two minutes after getting in
1: well i mean he he disarms the bomb while wearing while wearing oh, the clown geez. makeup so it's at the funniest probably the probably one another funny part is there's a uh uh there's a military man in the audience and bond runs up to him he's like i'm james bond i'm a i'm a british agent and they they're just like huh like this clown is he's crazy <laughs>
0: i know yeah it takes them like way too long to be like oh there's a bomb in here okay see okay so here's where like maybe it kind of falls apart for me this movie um that seems like the end of the movie right like oh this is the big moment no this movie ends a couple more times it has like a like a lot of wrap-up time
1: that's what I was saying before. I prefer the first half of this movie mm-hmm. a lot more, but I the, the pacing of the the second, because the the train sequence is a very long sequence. Yes. And, yeah. and that's what you, like you said, like I assumed that was going to be the end of the movie. It was going to end on the train, but it's like, oh no, we got one more chase sequence to do.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it looks cool too, because we do have like, the train sequence looks really good in my opinion. I do like that one. Also, just a side note: another person is hurt on a James Bond movie. Uh, <laughs> this is a very common thing. Guy got his like thigh meat ripped off while, during a train sequence, which is insane. Uh, well,
1: the the yeah the the injury they described, which was uh, Martin Grace, I believe his name was. But, yes. Uh, yeah. He was he was hanging on the side of a train, and mm-hmm. they didn't judge the distance properly, and he ends up hitting a concrete extension that comes out of the ground so it's just like full-on just like at 50 miles per hour or whatever like slams yeah. into like a concrete wall and his pelvis like his hip is broken and breaks his leg too
0: and mm-hmm. ends
1: up being in a hospital for six months
0: yeah which is insane but i mean that is what you sign up for when you're a stunt person uh, unfortunately they,
1: they, they hey they said he was he came back ready to go as soon as he was done so okay,
0: that's really cool um and we do get a really cool stunt with planes or with one plane where bond is on the back of the plane very obviously a stunt double but it still looks really cool but this guy hanging on the back of a plane as it's flipping in the air
1: now is it better than cliffhanger though
0: better than cliffhanger i don't know cliffhanger is pretty pretty awesome so I can't that one had
1: there. the most that, that one had them zip lining from plane to plane though
0: <laughs> yeah i love the three seconds of that that we got to see <laughs> no but yeah a million dollars yeah, that's that's awesome but i you know in all honesty this is better because i can actually see it <laughs> i yeah i was gonna say like
1: that one, you know, like I said, as impressive as it is, if you did shot that in a studio on a green screen, I probably wouldn't have thought to <laughs> probably would have <laughs> looked like that. I don't know how much more pleasing that would have looked. Probably about the same, but yeah, um, this one it actually does look good. Like you said, it's very obvious it's not Roger Moore, but um, mm. I do like this. It, it is a really uh, uh, fun sequence where Bond is hanging on the wing of the plane and they take off and kind of does, uh, like, you know, they did in Mission Impossible, where it's just he's hanging on the side of the plane for a really long time.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except, uh, I guess, Roger Moore is too much of a, a baby to not do that, for real? Yeah. Come on,
1: Roger. Yeah, if if Tom Cruise was James Bond, he would have done it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we get later on to, like, Pierce Brosnan, and they're like, yeah, we called up Tom Cruise to do, like, half the movie, but we decided it wasn't working out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's that's the actual end of the movie right there is the plane. The plane crashes and then we actually get some wrap up time. And you know what he does at the end of the movie? He sleeps with Octopussy, even though he has a broken leg. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, 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 he goes through with it with the pain. He's, he's totally fine with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I but... mean... I mean, when, when you got someone like Octopus, you I mean, you'll put up with a lot, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, a broken leg, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's the movie's plot. I feel like I skipped over a bunch of stuff. There's a lot of little stuff in this movie. Like I forgot to bring up the fake crocodile <laughs> that oh, is swimming God. around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That, there's a lot of like little sequences like that where, well, well, the funniest part with that was, is uh, like, because I remember when I saw it and I'm like, i thought that was supposed to be like a real thing and i'm Me like too and i thought i was like oh that looks so bad and then yeah I, but then when i when he opens it i'm like oh okay but it is i do like the sequence where he's fighting with somebody in the water
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: pretends to get eaten by the crocodile
0: yeah octopus he thinks he's out. dead <laughs> <laughs> but <go> ahead,
1: sorry, <laughs> no. I just he comes back out later, and so it just he, he just climbed back into the, the the sub or whatever. Yeah,
0: but no, that's funny because I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, there didn't they have a crocodile in one of the other movies? And oh, that yeah, yeah, that's right. He's in the pit full of crocodiles.
1: uh Those um, were alligators.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Those were gators. So no crocodiles have been in these movies yet.
1: Or they could have um, been. I don't remember. But anyway, who
0: knows. Um. But yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I mean I can go over like kind of how much much box office this movie made, but I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to touch upon.
1: Um no, I mean I just like I said, it for me it's it it had a very strong start and not the not you know not, not a very strong second half. Like I really wish maybe the the two sequences were kind of swapped maybe like for the train okay. sequence kind of kind of ends the movie and then maybe yeah. you know, like the the plane is kind of like they use that to take out Kamal but um no i mean i i don't have any uh, other specific scenes though
0: no yeah and i i you know you say that now i didn't think of that but i'm like yeah because, I mean, like, I think it's just the thought of Bond taking out, disarming a nuclear bomb, and then there's more to the climax. It, you know, new nu- disarming a nuclear bomb should be the peak of <laughs> a climax. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess that's just a little odd. But yeah, I mean, Octopussy isn't really remembered, like, very well. But like you said, it's kind of the middle of the road, but it didn't make money. Um, it made $67.9 million, which makes it the 10th highest grossing bond movie of all time, if you include all of them. Um, and I guess the big question is, did it make more money than Never Say Never Again? And you have... Oh, you'll oh. have to find out next oh. month when we talk about that one. Um, but it did make more money than For Your Eyes Only. I, I will say that. So it at least topped the last bond.
1: Yeah, I I think the last bond was a little too boring, but uh, <laughs> this one, I, I this one was uh, definitely better in my opinion yeah. compared to his last outing. Um, I, uh, but you know, I I always I looked on the list because I was just like, well, how what is the consensus of people's opinion of Octopussy? Yeah, and it's not it's not very good, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and like I think I looked on. Rotten tomatoes, they have like their own where they go just based off the tomato score and not include they did include Casino Royale, the 60s one, but okay. taking that taking that one out yeah. of the equation, they, they rate this one as the second worst bond.
0: What really? No way. It's no, and that that's it's not bad. Like, I mean, like, there's like what what's worse than it?
1: Um Uh, man with the golden gun
0: okay i was gonna say like man with the golden gun is worse than this but i would say even for your eyes only is worse than this and uh diamonds are forever i'd probably watch octopussy over that there's definitely a few more that i would place below it and i'm sure as we move on that'll that'll definitely change as well
1: but i've never seen a list though like of my searching where it's just like Octopussy top ten or top five. It's just never. <laughs> no. It was never in that type of league. It was always just like, yeah, it's okay or it's awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's weird. On Letterbox, the average is two point nine, which I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That makes it better than seven other uh, Bond movies on here, which isn't you know. That's probably about right. Yeah, yeah. When when we get to later, I'm sure I'll I'll think of it a little bit better, but. But I think that does wrap it up for this one, Octopussy. Would you recommend it? Yeah,
1: I would, definitely. It's not a very strong one where it's like, go out of your way. But yeah,
0: I would say watch it. Yeah, and then I I agree. I'd recommend it as well. It's not like the best Bond movie, but I think it's one of... If you're looking for a Roger Moore one, I think there's worse choices here. Um, But James Bond will kind of return like sean connery bond will return and never say never again
1: can't wait
0: yes i can't wait either (laughs) um but ryan what are we going to be talking about on thursday
1: well nathan even though we're done talking about godzilla for now we still got other kaijus i mean that's just japan's deal like they just got giant monsters running around all over the place Sucks for them (laughs) we gotta we gotta go back and see who else we can uh talk about so uh we have another one which is not a toho movie but it is a giant monster movie and that is the x from outer space which is streaming over on max right now
0: all right, well, I'm excited to watch that one. And if you enjoyed, be sure to email us at drive and double feature podcast at gmail.com. You can X at us at DIDF. But until next time. Until next time.